Hello, you're listening to Radio Omniglot. I'm Simon Eger, and this is episode 47 of the Radio Omniglot podcast, in which I'll be talking about emoji, looking at what they are, where they come from, and how they're used. And before I start that, I just want to mention that I will be using emoji both in the singular and plural, as it's used in Japanese, which is where the word comes from. More on that in a moment. And also, you might have noticed that this podcast has a new theme tune. The new one is called Friday Afternoon, or Prenhaun Div Gwener. It's one I wrote on a Friday afternoon quite recently, and it's a kind of hornpipe played on the cavaquinho. The previous theme tune was called The Hedgecats, or Cathod de Gwerch, and it's one I wrote after seeing a lot of my neighbour's cats playing around in my garden, disappearing under the hedge and popping up in other places. But recently, I had the hedge removed, because I'm having some major work done on my garden, having a little studio built at the bottom of it, in which I will be able to make my recordings of music and podcasts and such like, and I thought it was time for a new theme tune. But enough of that, let's get back to emoji. First, what is an emoji? Well, it's a pictogram, logogram, ideogram or smiley used in electronic messages and web pages. Emoji are used to fill in emotional cues otherwise missing from typed conversations. They include facial expressions, common objects, places, types of weather, animals and various other things. That's a definition from Wikipedia. The word emoji comes from Japanese and it's pronounced emoji in Japanese. It means an emoji, a pictorial symbol, a pictogram or pictograph, or literally picture writing. Emoji first appeared in 1997 on a Japanese mobile phone made by JPhone called the Skywalker DP211SW, which included 90 black and white emoji. It didn't sell very well, and the emoji were rarely used at the time. In 1999, a designer called Shigetaka Kurita created a set of 176 colour emoji, which were inspired by symbols that appear in manga comics known as mampu, which represents emotions, actions, and other things. These emoji appeared on the iMode pager developed by NTT Dokomo and became very popular in Japan, and other companies started adding similar symbols to their mobile systems, although there was no standardization of how they appeared. Between 2007 and 2010, the Unicode Consortium and other standardization bodies in the USA, Europe and Japan started discussing and eventually agreed on a set of 722 emoji. These were included in version 6 of Unicode, which was released in 2010. Since then, quite a few more emoji have been added to this set, and they've become very popular worldwide. In 2014, the founder of the Emojipedia, Jeremy Bruges, declared the 17th of July as World Emoji Day. This had something to do with the way the calendar works on iPhones. In 2015, the face with tears of joy emoji was named Word of the Year by the Oxford Dictionaries and has remained popular ever since. There have been several musicals based on emojis in Los Angeles and New York, and the Emoji Movie was released in 2017. According to a 2017 study at the University of Michigan, which analysed emoji use in 1.2 billion messages, the most widely used emoji are the face with tears of joy, the red heart, and the smiling face with heart eyes. And apparently people in Australia and France and Czechia, or the Czech Republic, are more likely to use happy emoji 
for those in Colombia, Mexico, Chile, Argentina and various other countries prefer more negative emoji, or tend to use them at least. Whether they prefer them or not is a matter of speculation. According to the Emoji Tracker site, EmojiTracker.com, which shows real-time emoji use on Twitter, at the time I wrote this script, the face with tears of joy emoji was in the top spot consistently, followed by the red heart, the loudly crying face, the smiling face with heart eyes, and the recycling symbol. Interesting, perhaps? I often see emoji used on social media such as Facebook, YouTube, TikTok and Instagram, and I even use them myself sometimes. Emoji don't appear the same on every computer and every mobile phone or tablet or other device, and each operating system renders them in a different way. Each one can have a variety of different meanings, interpretations, connotations, etc. So there's no way to be sure when you see them what the person using them intended to convey by them, and they can be easily misinterpreted. Various conventions have developed for the use of certain emoji in different contexts, and those who are familiar with this context will be able to interpret them correctly, but other people might interpret them in completely different ways. However, as far as I know, there is no standard way or ways to put emoji together into longer sequences, the sentences and texts that make sense, because just putting a bunch of pictures together might make sense to you, but as I mentioned, there's many different ways to interpret each one, and each sequence of uh, emoji might mean something completely different to each person who sees them. So it's not necessarily a very successful way to communicate precise meaning. It's possible that standard ways to use emoji and standard ways to interpret them might develop over time, and conventions for how to put them into sentences might also emerge, or enough words, a grammar. So emoji might become a fully-fledged written language, but that has yet to happen. At the moment, emoji represent ideas and concepts and emotions and such like, but they don't necessarily represent words or sounds. So if you were trying to write a text in emoji, you know, how would you represent names? Would you have to um, find out the meaning of those names and find emoji that represents those meanings? I suppose that's the only way you can do it, because there's no conventional way to use emoji to represent sounds. And they could be used in that way. For example, a heart emoji could be used to represent the sound H, or words that sound like heart, although that would only work in English, and maybe in other languages in which the word for heart begins with an H such as German and Dutch. And it's possible that over time, a kind of mixed script, which uses some emoji to represent words or ideas, and others to represent sounds, could emerge. And that's sort of how the Japanese script works, as I discussed in episode 45, and also how ancient scripts, such as Egyptian hieroglyphs and the Mayan script, also works in the similar ways. Recently, I added a new page in Onomrigot about Econ, which is a graphical communication system designed to be an easy, intuitive, international and transcultural visual language. It was developed by the Communicon project. Some of my friends are working on that. And it's based on icons that could be used in communication technology, graphic design, education, product merchandise or humanitarian crisis support. That's according to their website, at least. 
And if you look at the examples, you can kind of work them out because they're all all the pictures have labels below them in English. So you can look at the picture and say, okay, that means one thing, and that and then another one that looks very similar but slightly different means something else. But without the labels, they are certainly not intuitive or easy to understand. I did a little test and posted some of these pictures without the labels on um, Facebook and asked people if they could actually understand what these things were supposed to mean. And some got quite close to the intended meaning, but others had no idea or any vague ideas. So obviously these icons are not universal and easy to understand. And also the way they're put together to make sentences is based on English. But uh, many other languages use different word order, so it wouldn't necessarily make sense to everybody, certainly not international or transcultural. Various people have tried similar projects in the past. The only one that has met with success is Bliss Symbolics, which were developed by Charles K. Bliss, and originally he intended it to be a universal written language, which would enable speakers of different languages to communicate with one another. However, since about 1971, it has been used mainly as a communication aid for people with communication, language and learning difficulties. It consists of over 2,000 basic symbols, which can be combined together to create a huge variety of new symbols. They're designed to be easy to write, and it uses word order sentence structure based on English. And now it's time for a tune, I think. This is The Spider's Dance, a tune I wrote for no particular reason in 2020, played on the Cavaquinho. was the spider's dance. So what more could be said about emoji? Well, it's going to be interesting to see how their use and their forms develop over time. In the current Unicode specification, version 14, which was launched on the 14th of September 2021, there are 1,853 emoji specified. Do you use emoji? If so, how do you use them, and which ones do you like to use, and where do you use them? If you go to RadioOmniglots.com, you can leave your comments and find notes on this and other episodes of this podcast. And if you're feeling generous, you may even like to make a little donation, or even a large one. You can find links on the Radio Omniglot site and on the main Omniglot.com site. That's all I've got to say about emoji for today. I hope you found this interesting. Please share this podcast with your friends and anybody else you might know. Thank you for listening, and goodbye.